1: Finding an agent you can trust isn't easy. Thankfully, the one thing I'm more certain of than Brian Schottenheimer calling a running play on second and long is that you can trust John Hurlbut and his team at Altitude Homes. I know John personally, and nobody does it better in Pierce, South King, and Thurston County. So head on over to altitude-re.com HB to get real estate help you need. That's altitude-re.com HB. Or give them a call at 253-222-2626. Again, that's 253-222-2626. Go Hawks!
0: Hey all, Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you guys about our good friend Blake Johnson of ManifestFit.com. Football season is quickly approaching and it is a struggle to stay in shape while eating burgers and nachos.
1: oh my god hello everybody welcome to the seahawks real hawk talk post-game show after just ridiculous ridiculous victory by your five and fucking oh seattle seahawks holy shit did that this is there's gonna be a lot of swearing folks i hope everybody knows if you're planning on listen to this with your kids earmuffs because there's gonna be swearing holy shit
0: dude what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what the oh fuck God. just happened?
1: Oh, my God.
0: The amount of things that had to go our way in that final quarter for Seattle to win that football game is ludicrous. <laughs> I cannot believe. I, I know we all got lost on that last drive. I cannot believe they, they stopped them on fourth and one. I cannot believe it.
1: I can't believe they stopped him from getting a field goal at the end with 15 seconds to go. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest. I was like, this game isn't over.
0: I was pacing around. I was, I was about 75% sure the Vikings were going to nail a field goal. I really was. I don't mean to be a downer, but I had no faith in this defense and uh, God, uh, Nathan, how you feeling?
2: <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Not traveled.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> like probably physically burdened after what a little just occurred.
2: Str- a little stressed. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome that they got it, but they did it in the fucking dumbest way possible, too. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh I, I can't get over that DK drop. I can't like <sighs> that that was uh Yeah, I'm just stuck there. I'm stuck like 15 minutes ago, psychologically. I have not moved forward. I haven't processed new information. Uh, Yeah. Well, hold on. So
1: why the fuck wasn't that play reviewed? You're talking about the one...
0: That's a great question.
1: That was a touchdown.
2: He caught the ball, two feet were down, and then it got got
1: knocked out after he's passed the goal line. At least that should have been reviewed.
2: It should have been reviewed, probably, but that was not a touchdown. If that had gone against Seattle, we would be... We would not be doing this show because we would all be so mad. That was not a touchdown. He did not catch the ball.
1: I think he caught the ball. I th- it doesn't even fucking matter. That was – it should have been a touchdown. Fuck you, Nathan. It should have been a touchdown.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, it should have been because he should have all just right, caught the ball goodness. and held on to it and carried it through. It was an out. You, know you know what? What? Hey, hey, what were you doing, hey, DK? Hey, dumb hey, hey, dumb fucks. Hey,
3: he, he
1: redeemed
0: himself. He redeemed himself. Nathan. No, that was not a touchdown.
1: And then the next play should have been a legal contact the guy freaking pushed him like 10 yards on in uh, the
2: that's rack. true but also that was a shit route by dk like dude just like I, no you're not wrong it should have been you're right it was a bad route though it was a real bad route by dk he was, he he was gassed
1: he was gassed did you see him he had to take himself out at the fourth down catch what the fuck
2: yeah that, that was happen? insane how did yeah. that
0: happen I don't know if you guys were watching, was watching the corner very specifically. I don't know if that was their rookie corner. He played it so badly, played it so badly. I'm not, I'm just not discounting DK on that fourth down throw or on that fourth down catch, but
1: (sighs) no, he played it horribly, but (laughs) how did it happen? I mean, fourth and 10 and Russell, I mean, you know who freaking deserves a lot of credit. The offensive line on that last drive, they were blitzing every freaking time and none of them got through. None of them. I mean, earlier in the game, Russell was was not getting time to throw. And, and when he did, he wasn't having anyone open. So they were blitzing. I mean, I, I think you got to put this game on the freaking Vikings defense a little bit. The, the coaches, they weren't blitzing a lot earlier in the game and they were getting pressure and they were no there's nobody open when they had people in coverage. They decided in that last series... To blitz pretty much every time, and Russell was getting one on ones. And like, did you see who had
3: the big fourth down blitz pickup? Travis Homer. He did.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm a big no, they should, long big time bigger. Travis Homer fans.
2: <laughs> they should have flown down the field on that last drive because Russ missed. I was actually all ready to come on here and be like, this game is on Russ. Like, the defense was crap and there was a lot of problems. But when he, like, after he missed those two throws early on that drive, that last drive, I was like, look, that pick, those missed throws, like, he's taking sack. I was ready to come on here and be like, this is on Russ. And, but, like, no, but, like, to your point about the Vikings defense, like, they decided to show like just to start like blitzing like their fucking Greg Williams. And, <laughs> and they should have got, like it should have been way less stressful than it was because he had two guys that were open and then he hits the, you know, then the beat, the big play, the DK that they gave up, DK should have caught that touchdown. There probably should have been a penalty on the one play. Like the, the Vikings really did just absolutely collapse on that last drive.
1: Hey, I want to give Dylan Gilbert in our chat a shout he is right redemption game against the rain for russell wilson <laughs> fuck you rain russell in the end <laughs> took the team the whole freaking field length of the field you guys know i was being critical of russell like i wasn't saying he was the the main problem but you that's the freaking mvp play to do in that situation in that weather with that wind
3: with a deep fourth down twice and to go down and win the game like
0: i'm putting it a- I'm putting a public pause on my relocation initiative to the state of Arizona. Russell Wilson is good in the rain now. He's good.
3: That was a long game.
0: And Nathan, you said something that was so fucking funny. You were like, it should have been a lot less stressful than it was. That's just the motto of being a Seahawks fan. Is it
2: not? Kind of. I mean, it felt like they had moved past that a little. Like the first four games, like there was the doubt. I mean, there was Dallas and... And we only came
3: to the
2: one yard line. I mean, the thing that is sometimes so frustrating about this team is that they just don't seem to play as well as they should, right? And so like the Dallas game and the Patriots game, those games were like stressful, but like if they had lost those games, you could have walked away and said, you know, look, like, the, the defense isn't very good, the offense played its ass off. Like, at least there would have been that. Like, if they lose this game today, and, and like the way it looked like they might lose this game today. Like, that was, like, burn it all down. I mean, I probably would have, like, that would have been, like, let's talk about firing Pete Carroll again, maybe. <laughs> sure no, as hell better be no, talking about firing I, Ken Norton. No. Like. Ken,
0: Norton better be, <laughs> Ken Norton better be giving his fucking game check to Russell Wilson. That's all I got to say because I was ready to come. Talking about ready to come onto the show afterwards, I was ready to, to give Ken Norton some words on this show. So it I actually bad. don't think.
2: You probably still should. It's yeah, the game ball for I this game. I don't think you're, you're right to Russ. I don't think Russ really right Wright. KJ Wright was the, of the game far and away. Yeah, yeah
1: KJ the fumble after Demontre Moore. You know who,
0: no, I'd give it to Sharon Reed.
1: Reed played
2: great early.
3: He did. Yeah, but yeah, like he did too much in the second half.
1: KJ Wright stopped he the two point conversion. Yep. Yeah. He got the interception. He recovered the fumble. Like KJ yeah, Wright was the only reason this was a game.
2: Probably. I think you're right. It's
1: got to be KJ.
3: (laughs) Certainly it wasn't Pete. I
1: want to say very clearly because people are going to twist this. Cody Barton had 14 tackles. He played like shit. (laughs) He played like shit. So don't tell me about he led the team in 14 tackles. That's because they were running at him intentionally and he was catching the player and falling backwards every time. You don't he get 14 tackles get by accident, Brian. All night. It was driving me crazy. He you, does yeah. not belong on the field. You don't get tackled by Patrick being stuck Queen on blocks, Brian.
2: Block. <laughs> you don't get ta- You don't get 14 tackles by accident. You don't just fall into 14 tackles. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <You can't>, uh, <laughs> Barna, they could
3: have Patrick Queen playing
2: there.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> Jordan Brooks. Come back. If you're listening, come back, please.
0: He almost played this week, didn't he? It wasn't, it kind of close. Well, it sounds good. It
3: sounds
1: promising. The guy's yeah. coming up. Oh I mean, yeah. I don't even know if he's good, but he's not Cody Barton. So I, I'm like, at least there'll be hope. Oh my God. Trey flowers, please. Like Quentin Dunbar, give him IV during the game. Let's not having to have any more cramps. Like as soon as Trey flowers came in, did you notice that like, they immediately targeted him
3: every single play. They took the 15-yard penalty, which got them right back in the game.
1: Uh, uh, was, <laughs> the
0: fuck how fuck did they win that game? I'm so was, fucking that. mentally exhausted right now. <laughs> I'm they sweating. Like, I'm literally, literally
3: sweating. Like.
0: <sighs> yeah. I, I,
3: remember there was a game like when Brian compares this to the 2005 team a lot? There was a game where they played Dallas that year in the season where like they were getting killed the whole game. felt like this, and then Jordan Babino picked it off at the end, like a minute thirty left, and they went to the end zone. You remember that game? Yeah, whatever. That was the only.
1: Wait, game. Wait, I was think.
2: that a Drew Brees game? Say Drew Brees. I was
1: multitasking. Which, which no, it
2: was Blensoe. they played
3: Dallas in the, the first time they went to the Super Bowl. Bledsoe played
2: Blensoe. for Dallas, right?
3: I think it was Drew Bledsoe. Are we talking the- about the Jordan Babino play? With where the, he picked it off, picked it. Yeah, 10. thirteen ten. Yeah. That was wow, a game that felt a lot like that. Where I was Josh... just pulling my hair out the whole game. I'm so mad.
2: That's a deep ass cut. Jeff. That was Josh that's... Brown.
3: Josh Brown. <laughs> <That's>, that was... <laughs> oh yeah, that, I, got, I got problems.
1: No, that's good. That's a good pull, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, can we... So you 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 said that Nathan that DK dropped that. We could agree to disagree you on that. It. But for my money, DK made a lot. I think he had his best game in terms of catching tough passes tonight. I thought his touchdown was not in, like his first touchdown was not an easy catch. I thought his first catch of the game on the slant was not necessarily easy. I mean, I thought I thought he made some tough catches tonight that that you know he sometimes can drop. So no,
2: he had a, a really good game, but he. 100% drop that last that, that that should have been touchdown.
0: Uh, so do you guys want to hear the final time of possession balance? Of course I do. Yeah. yeah of course. Vikings t- 39 minutes and 28 seconds, Seahawks 20 minutes and 32 seconds.
1: If you're a Vikings fan right now, <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, that is just a brutal. They dominated that game pretty much. And then they didn't, and then they did, like, and then they didn't. That was, that's a brutal loss.
2: I can't believe, they, they, I tweeted out that they don't deserve, to the Seahawks, that they don't deserve to win this game. And it was like on that, that last Vikings drive, because, I mean, they literally gave up like 10 yards of carry, right? Like, it just felt like every run was like 8, 10, 12 yards of carry. I have an even
0: crazier stat. To to re-hit that home. Seattle didn't convert a single third down tonight. Not a single one.
1: (laughs) Evan, (laughs) you are right when you say this team is fucking stupid. They're
0: they're so (laughs) dumb. They're so (laughs) fucking dumb. And that's not to say say they're not not good. They are good. They're just fucking stupid.
1: Okay. Okay. I want to know from each of you. Number one, uh, like (laughs) – blame if this had gone the other way shoddy in the first half play calling pete not going for it on fourth down or pick something at ken norton like what what's your what were you gonna come on here and bitch about the most
0: i was gonna russ. bitch about shoddy
1: russ you were gonna say you're gonna say shoddy nathan you can say russ yeah say more about that
2: uh <laughs> he we just know what he can do and he didn't play like that today he took bad sacks and i mean i i think that there's probably going to come out like we're, we're gonna look at all 22 and all that and we're gonna have reasons to be mad about shoddy and stuff but like i i just think that if you're the mvp if you're the guy who wants it all and he deserves it and he can live up to it we know that he didn't play like that today and this thing in the rain is like <clears throat> i mean it feels like he almost got outplayed by kirk cousins in like the exact same conditions right i mean not the exact same defenses are different whatever but like you just i i don't know like if i want him to be the mvp and he's the quarterback that i think he is he needs to play better than he did today he can't miss the. like i said that last drive they should have flown down the field and scored a touchdown and they almost lost the game and had to have that crazy fourth down conversion because he missed two open receivers and so i just For me, like everything else about this team wasn't that far off from what I expected them to be. Like, we can be bad about Ken Norton, but we know who Ken Norton is and we know who this defense is and, like, yada, yada, yada. Russ is the guy who needs to make the team go. And I felt like for long stretches, he just didn't.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I, I was going to say the offense too, because really, other than, well, until the last drive when we were talking about it on our chat, I'm glad no one saw me on the chat tonight. I was having a rough night. I was not happy with how they played. (laughs) <laughs> Will, I think Will was ready to kill me. I think I went into Evan territory tonight. So, um, Yeah, I thought they had that two-minute stretch where they scored 21 points, and until the last drive, they didn't score one point other than that two-minute stretch. So I was kind of like Nathan thinking that the offense is the, the, kind of the bread and butter of this whole team. The fact that they didn't have one drive other than that st- crazy stretch where the defense kept forcing turnovers – if the game ended like the last imaging lasting image of the offense with that Russ pick, we're, we're very different. Conversation. I mean,
1: guys, let me just, let me just read a couple things here. So Evan, you said they had the ball for 20 minutes tonight. They had only 314 yards. They did not convert a third down. They only got 18 first downs. They had a turnover. They got sacked four times. And they scored 27 points. That's insane. That's insane. Like, whatever the the points to play ratio on this is going to be nuts.
2: Like. I mean, they were extremely Jekyll and Hyde. Right? Like, they came out of the second half. I mean, coming out of the second half, that was, like, dizzying, right? I mean, what, they immediately go down, score a touchdown, and then they get a turnover, and then they score a touchdown, and then they get a turnover, and they score a touchdown, right? And then they do – so they do jack all for, like, 30 minutes, (laughs) and then it's just, like, this explosion of, like, oh, God, they're the best team ever, and then they wait until the last play of the game (laughs) to, like,
0: show
1: up again. I know, it's crazy. Were you guys... Sorry, Evan, you were going to say something. Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say this team is fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) They're so fucking stupid.
1: (laughs) There were people that were mad at David Moore for not making that catch. I thought that was a spectacular almost catch. Were you guys like, man, Moore really blew that play?
0: That was a pretty hard catch.
3: He made so many circus catches with his feet, and you you can't blame him if he doesn't make one. That was a... I mean... I don't know. I Maybe mean, I have
1: to watch again. Maybe he mistimed his jump and you could get him on that or something, but in the rain, like, that seemed like a tough yeah. catch.
0: I thought, I thought, tell me if you guys think I'm wrong, but on that final drive, I thought Russell missed David Moore pretty badly on that crossing route. Do you guys know what play? A yeah, couple guys. About?
1: That's what Nathan saying. He yeah. missed a few guys. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was like, I had to go back and watch that. I was like, why the fuck, what the fuck happened there? Russell just threw a bad ball. And the
3: rain, um, the wind.
1: What Was the pass rush like a C
2: today instead of an F? I think even better than that really right? Maybe Right. I, I yelled out like get him like at <laughs> least three times which I don't know that they ever got him once uh, at least when I was yelling it but like they were there and I was like thirsty for a sack in the moment so yeah I think that they were way better
0: i want to i want to caution the context the vikings have a very bad oh pass God, protecting. no, no yes no they are like a bottom five have
1: a terrible they, offensive line they, they are, are a matter. bottom
0: five pass protecting offensive line i'm just i'm just cautioning you as the as the rational member of this of this podcast I just want to temper caution. No,
1: no. Jeff called that out last time. It was totally right. How many times have we gone into a game saying they're playing a terrible offensive line? Maybe they'll get a pass rush and nothing happens. So when something happens, you can't then say, well, wow, okay. I got a terrible. offensive line." Okay.
0: One. I'll say something positive about the pass rush. LJ Collier probably had the best game of his, of his very short career. I mean, really? he had a sack. Yeah.
1: The guy that stood out to me was Mayoa. Uh, I thought, I I thought, uh, I mean, Moore obviously got home that one time. But uh, Bullard, actually, he was the one that forced uh, the Cousins throw that turned into a pick, wasn't he? I think he was. I know he at least got a pressure.
0: Who the fuck is Bullard?
1: Yes!
0: I literally have no idea. I love
1: that you don't know who that is. No, who is
0: it? I have no idea.
2: He's the the guy who had like a, a... like a yeah, I think he caused a turnover today.
0: <laughs> what position does he play? He's a defensive end.
1: It's the the he off a a years ago. squad this week. The same day that they signed Snacks Harrison, except they signed him to the active roster, not to the
3: practice squad. They should have played uh, Snacks Harrison. Uh,
0: what a dumb fucking football team. They
3: should have played
0: him. <laughs> um, so he dumb.
3: Twenty plays a game.
1: <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Schneider said before the game that he needs a few weeks to get in shape, which I don't know what shape looks like for a <laughs> Damon Harrison, but I, I can't imagine. And then he also said pregame to watch Bullard. He said, this is the first time he's playing in a four, three. And they think that this, that they were really high on him in the draft when he came out and that they're thinking he might do something and sure as shit, he did something. I don't know if it means anything long-term, but you know, I'll take it. We are, Crawling in the desert. Have with have no set the low
3: bar for the pass rush. Hell
1: yes, there's a low bar.
0: <laughs> I cannot believe that happened. I just...
1: Did Quinn Dunbar play well today? Did Quinn Dunbar play noticeably better than Trey Flowers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That yeah, matters. He wasn't picked on. Yeah.
1: I mean, remember the first game of the season, Dunbar was given up big plays right by the second game he had a pick and then he's been injured so if he can stay on like that's good news uh Amadi wasn't picked on um i thought ryan neal i think he's gonna have his lower a lower grade this time i thought he missed a couple tackles um and maybe gave up a couple in coverage but he still had a couple tackles for loss and i thought was overall a pretty good fourth safety to have on your roster.
2: Oh, have you know called- who actually had a good game too, actually? Uh, Cody Barton had 14 tackles.
0: It's going to be the narrative all week oh, long. Cody sad. Barton deserves a starting spot.
2: <laughs> Tackle and machine. Gil
1: your- Griffin played well again, I thought. He had some nice did- breakups.
0: Did we call out Demontre Moore? I, I don't even remember. No?
1: I don't know. Call him out.
0: Didn't he force a fumble? <laughs> he did. He yeah. did. Uh, yeah.
3: Oh, I like a quiet game
2: tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting once like the all 22 comes out. Like right now I'm putting a lot of it on Russ, but you know, there were times where they were showing what was happening downfield in it and it didn't look like a lot. So, it
1: did not. <laughs> yeah. Did not. Weird game for Chris Carson, too. Right? That that touchdown was like unreal, and yeah. then it's like the rest of the game he basically was just an afterthought. He had eight carries.
0: He had eight carries you know, total?
3: Total. They had a very weird approach to this game where, like, Minnesota was clearly selling to take away the deep ball, and the Seahawks couldn't figure out to use the intermediate part of the field and the tight ends for the first half. Then the second half, they opened the drive, and they nailed three tight end passes in a row for a touchdown. It was it, just, it was hard to understand what they were trying to do. For-
2: and then did they throw to a tight end again the rest of the game?
3: No. No,
2: no. I don't think so.
3: Yeah. It, their plan was... Almost impossible to like wrap your head around.
1: Okay. Seriously about Travis Homer? What the fuck? I mean, he can be in there to be a pass protecting two minute drill guy. I won't be thrilled about that, but fine. But if they hand the ball off to him on an early down, middle of the game drive again, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no power. I'm just going to be really
0: upset. <laughs> I mean, you got to remember Carlos Hyde is still out, right? Carlos Hyde should hopefully diminish some of his reps. Like
1: DJ Dallas is like 10. I agree. Players. I agree.
0: Don't get me. Uh, I'm on your team here, buddy. But Rashad Penny's coaching coming staff. back too. Don't forget about that. He's Penny watching the Lakers game. Yeah. Rashad Penny can, can go loving for loving Low
3: ceiling players at the bottom of their roster. <laughs> Say that again, Jeff. I said this coaching staff has a history of loving low ceiling players at the bottom of their roster. And I said in the chat, he is the Brandon Jackson of offense. You guys, everything you guys say about Travis Homer is exactly how I felt about Brandon Jackson the last couple of years. It's the exact same situation. It, I think Travis Homer, this is
1: going to sound crazy coming from me, I think Travis Homer is a more useful player than Brandon Jackson. It's the same
3: concept. It's like a low ceiling player. with You're right. That I, the that I 100% It's, it's
2: this obsession with um, assignment correct yes, experience, exactly. like which is such a weird thing because I feel like that was not at all what this team was about for like eight years and then like with you can look at Tedrick and you can look at Brandon Jackson and now Travis Homer I'm sure we come up with other examples like where they're just like enamored with these low ceiling and and maybe Cody Barton's that same guy too like I know we disagree on like uh, me and you Brian about like whether he's good in coverage or not but like I do think I, I think it's rare that Cody Barton is not where he's supposed to be Yes. Right. I agree with that. Now he <laughs> rarely can do anything despite being where he's supposed to be, right? So maybe Cody Barton's another one of these where it's like they're just they're just so obsessed with not making mistakes. Uh which is I don't know. it seems odd. Yeah.
3: You can just see he has no like redeeming athletic qualities. Homer.
1: You know, you know when I started really understanding that the the Pete Carroll staff would pick Assignment correct guys over playmakers is when they cut that. Do you remember T. Y. McGill? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Defensive he tackle. Like, he was a defensive tackle who like had like two or three in the preseason and they cut him. And I'm like, what the hell? And he went on to like be a decent pass rusher for the Colts for a few years, but Pete Carroll was very clear in 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 uh press conferences. He's like, Yeah, he just, you know. He's not always where he's supposed to be. And he doesn't like players that take chances and leave potential weaknesses in the defense. And I don't know. It's like we talked about with Marquise Blair last year. Playmaker, often not where he's supposed to be. I would take that, but they won't.
0: Bullshit.
3: Stupid.
1: Evan, you're so quiet. What is going on? What are you pondering right now?
0: I'm just... I'm just mind blown with how well today has gone. The 49ers lost to the Dolphins. Oh, I can't how do you feel about that? <laughs> they got the the first of all, the Niners can get fucked forever. Where the fuck is the number two? Where's those oh, whoa, bang whoa, 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 bang whoa, Niner, up, Niner gang parties and clubs afterwards with that dumbass like San Francisco song they're playing afterwards? So number Evan, three, Evan, I, you know Jimmy Garoppolo can go fuck himself. What?
2: I, I I actually did not know that the, the Niners lost to the Dolphins. This is, this is true. I've now looked it up. But, like, it must have been really close, right? I mean, like, they just lost, like, on a fluke last-minute play or? Yeah, no. Oh.
0: Not even close. Uh, it was – I'm pretty sure they closed the gap towards the end, too. I don't know if you're actually being sarcastic, but the Dolphins were, like, blowing them out for the majority of the game.
2: Yeah, no, I actually had no idea until just now. Forty three seventeen. 43-17? Holy crap.
3: That's a blowout.
2: That's yeah, a Jimmy blowout. Got
3: benched. Jimmy G got benched at halftime. He had what? one of the worst He had one of the worst halves I've ever seen a quarterback have. He he threw like these duck interceptions like right to Miami. It was 14-nothing within like the first 3 minutes. Yeah, he wow. threw two picks in the first half and got benched. Yeah, and- I know this will make Brian very happy, but Niners fans are going nuts about Robert Saleh. They want him <laughs> gone. Okay.
2: No, okay, so speaking of defensive coordinators, it sounds like there might be one coming available.
3: Well, no, he's available. He got fired
1: Oh, is that
2: official now? Is that official? He's official official.
1: and the GM got fired. Woo! He Uh,
2: can be defensive
1: coordinator for all I fucking care. (laughs) I mean,
2: I'm typically I'm typically not a big fan of like a midseason move like that. I don't really know what it gets you, like other than like someone must be just so like like self, like destructive and distracting, like that. That you would do that, but like, if you were ever gonna do it, like to bring back a guy who just like has done the job, literally, like he knows he's gonna slot right in. Like, do you do you think that 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 do I guess would you do it? I think I know the answer to that one. Do you think there's any chance that'll happen though?
1: I think there's no chance that they will change coordinators. I think there is a thirty to forty percent chance they bring him in as a consultant.
0: Hmm. So that's pretty good odds.
1: I, yeah, they're close, dude. They're really close.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ken Norton, if he, if, if Pete wants to keep him in the building and Ken can just shake his butt on the sidelines and be the cheerleader that he is, that's fine. But (laughs) they need some fucking help on defense, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I think the, the only question, it's not a question to me whether or not Pete will ask. I think the question is whether Dan will want to, whether Quinn will want to do it, you know? Um, He might just want to take the time, who knows? But um, someone, I just saw someone fly by in the chat. And oh, by the way, if you haven't already, sign up at patreon.com slash hawkblogger. Uh, There's all sorts of people joining. We got a Slack channel. Uh, It's been great. Uh, All sorts of great information in there. Um, We've got thousands of people watching right now. Please subscribe over at uh at YouTube. Uh, click the little bell, notify, give us a like. Um, We'd really appreciate it. But um, do you think do you think Dan Quinn's coming in would really change the trajectory of the defense?
0: Probably not. Change the trajectory seems a little bold. If With they the def-
2: replace Norton, if, if like they actually just made the switch, then yeah, I think he could. Uh. I I don't I mean he there'd be a chance yeah for sure if they bring him in as a consultant no I don't think so Hmm. because Pete we know Pete is better than this I mean I think we all would say that right and it's still happening and everything has to like ultimately we talked about this whatever last show that ultimately everything goes through him. And so if Pete being the head coach isn't fixing whatever Norton's doing or whatever this defense is trying to do, then bringing Dan Quinn as a consultant won't. Now, if they make a switch and make him the actual defensive coordinator, then sure, I think there's a chance.
3: Most of the issues I see are personnel related. And you kind of see it in San Francisco now. And these schemes, the Pete scheme is so reliant on having just a dominant front four rush. And you saw last year, you saw in 2018 when you didn't have it in San Francisco and how they jumped up when they got Bosa and D Ford and Buckner last year, and then they don't have it again, and their defense stinks again. This defense, just personnel wise, just has too many holes in that front to cover up the holes in their zone defense. Can I go over a few, like, I think
1: forgotten plays for a second that just I just remind, remind please do remember? Uh, first play, uh, end of the first half, Shaquille Griffin breaks up the touchdown.
0: Uh, Adam Thielen for
1: three like that was a touchdown and that was a great pass breakup Uh, KJ we talked about the two-point conversion stop huge um dang it and I forgot there was another one that that came to mind but those are like these hidden plays in the game that were just huge um and guys they did this all without Jamal Adams who's coming back their best defensive player snacks, Harrison, who can only help. I mean, he honestly can't, he can't hurt. Even if he's like a shell of himself, he can't hurt Jordan Brooks. Who should be back. Right. And this was Quentin Dunbar's first game back left with some cramps came back. So like, are there other defensive players coming back that I'm forgetting?
0: Darrell Taylor. Did you say him?
1: Oh, Darrell Taylor. Yeah. He might come back. We also on offense. Hey, is it Darrell so- or Daryl? Daryl, I thought.
0: I, I definitely have, said the second. I can't
1: <laughs> believe I listened to Evan. What am I thinking? Uh, Philip Dorsett will make his debut after the. I don't know what that means. Maybe Josh Gordon, too. We've got two weeks. So
3: they play Arizona, right? They do. And Arizona had a big injury today. Tell us I about mean, it. Uh, Evan said we're not talking about this enough today. So I briefly <laughs> mentioned it while I was kind of watching that game, but. Chandler Jones tore his pack and is likely out for the season. And if you remember that Seahawks Cardinals nightmare of a game in Week 16 last year, Chandler Jones just blew up Seattle when they didn't have Dwayne Brown in the game. So their defense has been pretty inconsistent this year, and he's their most—he's probably their best player defensively. So he's out for the season. The Seahawks are not going to see him in any of those two games coming up with cards. Um. It's a big deal. There,
1: well, there's a lot of injuries. Uh, by Oh, Rasheem Green's another name. I don't think he's an impact player, but he'll be back.
0: Um, I so, don't know. I think I think him coming back is might be a bigger deal than we anticipate. I don't know if it means Alton
1: Robinson's not going to play. I'm not sure Rasheem Green is a is pro, but we'll we'll find out. It's better to have him than not. A lot of injuries today. You talk about about Chandler Jones,
3: Dak Prescott. <laughs> goes down yeah, goes out out for, for the season Risley that um, was a hard one to watch I can't stand the Cowboys and I hated that injury so much.
1: yeah same uh, uh, yeah same uh, who else who else was injured there's another um, oh the Chiefs lost assembly uh, Um, their guard
0: on the offensive has team. he been playing well for them
1: their yeah. offensive line's been pretty, pretty good
0: they so, lost today
1: yeah Holmes did not oh. play well Oh, we forgot about DJ Reed also is a guy that is uh, coming back. So thanks to uh, Justin. i
2: we excited uh, about DJ Reed, we can get excited about Rasheen <laughs> Green. Come on.
1: <laughs> we don't know DJ Reed. We know Rasheem Green.
0: Nathan, you're frozen in a very cute way. That's very serious. Very this point.
3: point. It's like the
1: best <laughs> frozen face I think I've seen.
3: <laughs> Usually it's really bad. That was all of our faces during the whole... For Jeff,
0: sure. how, uh, Jeff, how does it feel to be on the opposite right. end of internet issues? Oh my God, this is the nicest. See, thing you're ever... making fun of Nathan with us about his internet issues. Oh. So, uh, it's a little okay. different. You
1: can just like put a placard in front of the camera, and he's off eating somewhere. I, I do want a live feed of Nathan during games. If he's at <laughs> him,
3: that seems so out of character. He was. What? He was gone. He didn't get into the the, the chat tonight.
2: But, Nathan... So can you guys hear me now? No? no? <laughs> hey, now I mean, we can yeah. hear
3: you. Okay. okay.
2: No, yeah, so that that's one I inherited from my mom. Uh, <laughs> I have, like, vivid memories of my mom screaming at the, the TV at John Elway, not getting sacked. And so I think I just, like, I picked that up. Uh, uh, typically when I'm at my most emotive... Am I better? No? Am I cutting out? You're good. You're good. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I want to call <laughs> out one that... other player who's been... Absolutely amazing through five weeks. Another week of no mistakes. Jason Myers. In the park. Jason, no, no, specifically Jason Myers. He's earning, earning that contract like none other. All the nerds shat on him all year long. It's been That's perfect for us. Hey, man, 100% of 100%. It's uh, He's killing it. Uh, we have no complaints what what can you complain about with jason myers i,
1: I think that we can all agree that the four, decisions to go for to, to to punt on fourth down were awful and oh. never happened a lot of them. but i think we also should not hold that against michael Dixon. he did a hell of a job tonight
0: oh no his punts were incredible
3: yeah and the one where they they the probably the most infuriating play in the game didn't matter much in the end but well, I think their first drive where they were right on the edge of field goal range and they had that like third and 19 run to punt when they could have easily just like thrown it five yards to the end of field goal range or thrown it deep or anything.
2: And then the Vikings go on to do that later on in the game. It was
3: <laughs> that, that play was, I had trouble getting over that play for a long time. That, it was the most illogical decision that made no sense. So backwards thinking. I don't know how they come up with this stuff sometimes.
1: Have you seen a better hit this year than DeMontre Moore's hit
0: on that special teams return? That was brutal. Didn't, uh, what's his face, Ryan Neal, have a pretty big hit in the past couple of weeks on some he receiver? Did. He did.
1: What
3: happens to Ryan Neal, now? What do you want to happen to him, Jeff? Well, he should be on the field, though. He's been one of their 11 best defenders. I agree. I agree.
0: Would you Maybe drop you look, a linebacker?
3: Looks. Yeah, take a Barton off the field and put Neal as like a hybrid guy.
0: So, On that note, how do you guys feel about Quandre Diggs? He's been very how, quiet. How do you think he's played?
1: Below average. I think he's been mediocre.
0: Yeah.
3: He doesn't seem great in coverage or he's not making a lot of big impact hits and they have so many guys who are just running free. I don't know if it's their scheme; they're playing a lot of zone. It doesn't seem like they're pressing a lot. It just seems like our guys make no like fight on, other than that one breakup. Like, it's, I don't know if what's going on enough to see it, but it just seems like there's no like press coverage and there's no guys just run free way too easy in the scheme.
1: So I know Nathan; and I see this a little differently but I am curious. I believe Jamal Adams is more than a blitzer and I think you do too. So I'm not putting words in your mouth, but, but um, I do expect him to blitz more when he's back. Cause that's part of what he does, but we really haven't seen him play since the Seahawks have reduced the percentage of times that they're blitzing. And I am curious if this defense is a little bit more sound and with a playmaker like him in there, he makes tackles that, you know, he'll clean up tackles that other guys are missing. And so um, I am curious. I mean, I don't think you can underestimate that. He, he is absolutely the best player on that defense. And uh, they played now two and a half games without him. So,
3: How, how do you guys feel Bobby's played through five games? Because he had that dominant first game. And since then, kind of like last year.
0: But I mean, I mean, Bobby was the reason they stopped them on fourth down. Yeah.
2: No, but I, I, had, I had the like same a- – Thought I, okay. I thought Bobby had kind of a low key bad game today. Really, just well, maybe not bad, but just, just like, like just said, like kind of like last year, Bobby. Where it was kind of like some good stuff, so a lot of mediocre stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know.
3: You not know, like getting into the backfield and blowing up plays, and his coverage <laughs> was really good the first
2: game. I hope so. He
3: just he seems quiet. Like the 2018 Bobby was a dominant, dominant player. Week one looked like that, and since oh then it's been okay, good. But are you back?
1: <laughs> Am I gone?
0: Yeah, hey, you're back.
1: Just a little bit. I I, I thought Bobby played okay. I, to me, he's like he's playing like B B B plus. You know, I think we're used to Bobby being an A plus player, so I think he's better than he was last year. Um, I think his coverage has been better than it was last year. And that was one of the things that really was concerning is he was losing guys in coverage. So um, I'm going to like withhold judgment a little bit on some of the other plays for him, because I just don't think that the line's been picking up blockers. And I think he's been having to do a lot of uh, swimming through things to, to make plays. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe they won. I,
3: this team is so stupid. <laughs> They're just so stupid. I just saw someone say this on Twitter. Someone said, I would not take any receiver in the NFL over D- DK Metcalf right now.
0: Well, what's the uh, what are we talking about? Like skill right now or like building a franchise moving forward?
3: You can interpret that any way you want. <laughs> like that's just crazy to think about that people are saying that.
2: Well, and it's crazy, too, because I can't, like, my immediate thought is, like, well, how old is Devontae Adams? How old is DeAndre Hopkins? Like, I, you know, my 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 thought isn't no, that's dumb. It's like, well, it, it's more about, like, I know they're older, but, like, just how much older? Like, because the, the gap from that being just, like, absolutely true and that he's just, like, the best receiver in the NFL like, isn't that far. Like, like you know little things around a couple players age that would really keep me from saying that
1: um,
2: his hands could get a hell of a lot better though I'd be good with yeah. that I'd be, I, if he wants to start catching some of these easier ones
1: so I'm curious about the last few teams that have gone 5-0 uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now.
0: Oh, we forgot to mention. This is the first time in franchise history.
1: Oh, no, we mentioned it right away.
0: Oh, well, we did? It, I was they just freaking it, out. They made it
3: pretty interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> that game was hell. Oh. Why can't uh, my guys, uh, My <laughs> arteries, my heart, they're all looking forward to bye week, actually.
3: Oh, the punts. The punts from that game were oh. so
0: bad. I was ready to come on here and bitch about those. They, they, they're still a problem. Like, they need
3: to have some sort of process in their decision-making that is consistent because there's no flow. And pitting people deep is great in, in theory, but when you play defense like us and can't really stop anyone, it's almost irrelevant. They're taking yeah. the ball out of their best player's hands. It's so stupid.
2: So who are the receivers that you take over DK if you're starting a franchise today not just about. Before this like,
1: season i think aj brown would have been in the conversation but not yeah. now
2: yeah chris godwin is 20 is in there but i don't, oh, think I don't. So. that's not yeah. much of a contest for me chris yeah, godwin's 24 god is 22 he gets 22 oh,
3: how's mike thomas
2: um i think he's mike older thomas- a little older, yeah. 26, uh, maybe?
0: 27? I want to say 20,
2: yeah, 26, 26. He just punches team in the face. <laughs> yeah.
0: 27. I mean, the thing with DK is, like, I think his ceiling, DK's ceiling, is higher than any receiver in the NFL right now.
3: Yeah, he's like T.O. with, like, four three speed. Like, would you right.
0: say there's any receiver – with a higher ceiling than DK in the NFL
2: right now, who's the guy in Detroit, Galladay? Really? they i mean, oh. I don't know. They're similar though. Like they're the same idea of a player.
1: I think. I mean, Galladay's
2: twenty-six, though.
1: I, like Justin Jefferson's oh. in the conversation rather than tonight. I mean, but he's been playing crazy.
0: Oh, uh, Cortland Sutton or whatever his name is. With DK's the Broncos, of him. yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I'd, I'd still take DK, but I think he's in the conversation. Sutton's another
2: one. That's oh yes, you know, Sutton's only twenty-five. He's been in the league for a few years, but he's in his
0: third year. It's unreal. unreal. We're having this conversation. What was that, Jeff?
3: It's just unreal. We can legitimately have this conversation and not seem like insane homers. Like it's crazy.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's the best receiver in the NFL right now. I mean, no, it's a different.
3: Of course area. not. But he's leading the NFL I think in a lot in a bunch of categories.
0: I mean, how many yards did he have tonight?
2: Do we he know? Up with a, you had to push up a, a push up against 100, right? I mean, he
1: had 95. Oh no, sorry, he had 93. Okay. Okay, so, so he he's over 90 every game. I'm about to get to his projections. You guys keep talking.
0: I was going to say before this, he was leading the or he was tied. He's
3: the first. The he's first. In yards. That's crazy. A Seahawks receiver?
0: It's really... Oh, this, mad's, this makes me mad we didn't do this shit with, when Doug Baldwin was here.
2: Yes. Yes. Like,
0: like come on, man. <laughs> like,
3: I wonder what he thinks of all this.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I love Dougie, but... <laughs> <laughs> different time different era uh so okay so i okay so they just haven't updated dk okay, so here's
1: what here's a updated projections i did this really quickly so i might be off uh i've got 70 receptions 1587 yards and 16 touchdowns
0: Oh, buddy, I remember a very specific clip from the offseason about your favorite host predicting, I think it was 1,150 yards for DK. And everybody shat on me saying that was pretty crazy. I think I'm going to have to pull it up. I think I'm going to have to pull it up. I think I'm going to have to pull it up. Is that the
2: one where you predicted him doing that as a rookie?
0: No, I think that was this
1: year. No, because I, th-
2: I predicted him to have, like, 1,100 or
1: 1,200 you know, yards. Josh Cashman know. is the one who can take a victory lap. He actually predicted 1,600 yards this season.
0: Did he actually?
1: He did. He but he also here. really awesomely picked picked <laughs> two touchdowns, projected two touchdowns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he busted. He, he hit that in game one, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Uh, so... Uh,
2: Josh. Okay, so there's actually one. There's actually one that uh, I think would challenge uh, DK right now. Crap, where did he go? CD Lamb. CD Lamb. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. He's, he's
3: ridiculous. Yeah, he looks
1: very
2: He's a better good.
1: receiver than DK. He does not have a higher ceiling than DK.
3: Yeah, DK's speed and size. And- I mean, gets- yeah,
2: I mean, nobody's yeah. going to match up with that, right?
3: And then if he gets the hands down, because DK makes, like, a play almost every game that you go nuts about. Like, he dropped – he almost blew the game. <laughs> and he had to play the Dallas game, and he dropped an easy one last week. And, right.
1: Why can't I find all the 5-0 and o teams? I mean, I find, like, the, the Patriots from 2019, okay. the Rams from 2018, that's a Super Bowl team, the Chiefs from 2018. But there's more.
3: How many of- undefeated teams are left right now? There's quite a few still.
0: No, we're one of four. It's, it's us, Bills, Green Bay. Green Bay. And Pittsburgh is the other one. Pittsburgh, yeah.
3: yeah. Kansas City. God, Kansas
1: City's been like.
0: They got crazy. pretty good today. They're
1: crazy. Like 5 and 0 in 2017, 2018. Uh, Minnesota 2016 was 5 and 0. Atlanta was 2015. Is that the year they went to the Super Bowl? 2015? Right? Carolina. No, Atlanta, Cincinnati. Yes, I think so.
0: In 2015. Yeah, Cincinnati
3: was really good in 2015. That's crazy. That was the, the Seahawks blew a big game against them.
0: Okay, I'm looking at the Packers. They they have such a cupcake schedule. This is a joke.
1: Yeah. Like, but no, I don't know, man. Um, division games are always harder than you think. Are are playing a little bit. Uh, well,
0: Nathan's falling asleep.
2: <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. I know you're frozen, though.
0: What do you think about people who listen to the to the podcast on like Spotify? Yeah, and listen to us. They really enjoy all us? my my
2: backgrounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they do. They do. Um,
1: yeah, I think they all question their lives after actually while they're listening to our show, but. Um, Wow, it's crazy that the 2013 squad didn't do
2: this. Well, how did they not? What did they run up into? They,
1: I was there. That was the game. I actually flew on the Seahawks plane with them to Indianapolis and watched them lose to oh, so that. The to that was when. Uh, that was
2: dumb as hell too.
1: Oh yeah, that was that, that was um,
2: Ty um, right?
1: Ty Hilton just destroyed Richard Sherman in that game. And then there was like a special teams like snafu or something. Didn't didn't
2: they get in, an insane Braylon Edwards touchdown to like either pull it close or put them ahead towards the end? And I don't it know. Was,
1: it was bad. I'm probably not supposed to talk about it, but it was crazy. Like <laughs> that game it was so annoying. You get back on the plane. The first thing they do when you get on the team plane is they hand you like a cheeseburger and fries to take back to your, your – uh, to your uh, seat and then they serve you dinner later it's like crazy
0: cheeseburger and fries yeah really
1: yeah yeah (laughs) um anyway uh is there anything else anything else we need to talk i mean i'm just i'm not gonna be able to sleep
0: i don't know how i'm gonna work this week that's not (laughs) happening
1: we got two
0: weeks to to like just Sit with this. I get two weeks to shit on the 49ers every single day on Twitter. I cannot <laughs> wait.
1: I cannot wait. You know, it's so funny. People are like, forget about the 49ers. They're in last place. So let's talk about the, the Rams and the Cardinals. I'm like, no. We are gonna enjoy every second of the 49ers suffering, no matter like what the situation. We could be winning the Super Bowl, and we will still find time to talk about the fact that the 49ers, you know, did not.
0: They talked so much shit this off season after choking away a super bowl all we heard about was redemption tour redemption season well bang bang what happened now
1: <laughs> uh all right fellas let's wrap it there this is uh this has been fun um i'm just going to have a permanent grin on my face nathan's going to be <laughs> permanently asleep um who knows what Jeff and Evan will be, but uh, five and zero. Seahawks are undefeated. They're alone in first place in the NFC West. They will stay that way all the way until they play their next game at the Arizona Cardinals. Evan's favorite team. He's going to be conflicted about that game. Tough, tough, tough decision for him. Uh, if you haven't already come on over patreoncom slash sign up. It's like five bucks to get in. You get instant access to the Slack channel. We'll be talking all the time through there. And uh, also, click subscribe on YouTube. Give us a like. Click the little bell so you get notified when we go live. And uh, sign up at Spotify. All those different things. So uh, you can find us in all those places. We will definitely be back this Wednesday for the next episode of Real Hawk Talk. Until then, good night, everybody. God bless and see you